0: In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. This man needs no introduction, but I want to introduce to you a man of God, Brother Jean Bouchabel, who serves as the director of Witnesses Ministry, whose primary goal is to reach refugees, to reach children, to reach the widow and the orphan, and those who have orphaned and widowed them. And I want to introduce to you this man of God today. He's going to be presenting compassion through believers around the world. So let's welcome Brother John.
1: Thank, Thank you. Good morning, and... Uh
0: What a privilege
1: for me to be able to share with you just a fragment of what we are doing to express Christ's love in a practical way. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, I saw it. Well, actually, this is the logo of our... uh, of our uh, organization it's called witness and ministry witness as ministry yeah right there okay thank you buddy thank you so uh this uh message that I'm going to be sharing with you is called Compassion, and uh, it's based on what we have done during this event uh, uh, on Highway 19 from Isaiah 19. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. Okay. But if anyone has the words good and sees his brother in need, yet chooses his heart against him, then closes his heart against him. How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. But if anyone has the words good, and that's the same one, right? Okay, anyway. Okay, what can the church do? to stand with the church in Assyria. And Assyria, as I explained it, it's not Syria. It's the whole area of the Assyrian Empire, which includes many places in that region, around 30 countries. And Jesus said, I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. Before I move into the pictures, I'd like to tell you, like, the total population of Syria is 22 million, 50% are either internally displaced or they are refugees in Turkey, in uh, Jordan, and in Lebanon. In Lebanon, we have 2.5 million Syrian refugees who needs help. Imagine people who had to leave everything though they had humble homes and run for their life and their homes are destroyed, completely destroyed. Okay, Uh, Lebanon has a very severe winter and people think that Lebanon is a desert with palm trees and camels. Unfortunately, it's not. Lebanon is a beautiful country. It has mountains, it has, we are on the sea level, it has all the four moderate seasons and winter is very very severe you would see from the picture that snow is covering the refugee camps okay well you can you can see how uh, people are living children don't have the the necessities to keep themselves warm they don't have heating in their tents they don't have plumbing they are really in a miserable situation but when we don't when when they don't have anything and you give them a little thing it makes a difference and that's what we are doing and you will be seeing it first i'm going to show you some pictures about the latest snow storms that we had we had three snow storms one after the other and on my last trip on the previous before the last trip, Sister Susan gave me blankets for children wool, wool, made of wool that she had made and they were a blessings. We gave them to a ministry that cares for newborn babies. Again, a picture of the snow and how how thick it is. That's a that's a child. Just, they get bored at home, so they go out to get some fun, but they don't get what they want. And on my last trip, Sister Johnny, Pastor Johnny, just the night before I was leaving, we were here in a prayer meeting or Bible studies, and uh, she said, do you have room in your bag? I said, yes, yes. So she she went and bought some gloves and hats, winter hats, which I took with me. And it came at the right time because the snowstorm was covering the area. More pictures of the snow. You know, it breaks my heart to see children, you know, suffering. May the Lord give favor. We still have, you know, part of March that is going to be severe in winter. But beyond that, it's going to be spring and beautiful. Again. Well, that gives you an idea about their camps. Yes. Not only me, but our staff on the ground whenever there is something like this, because it's an opportunity to just pass on the information to our uh, donors. Can you imagine a child sleeping on the snow? And his cover is one of those small carpets that Muslims pray on to keep him warm and this guy is trying to get some uh, some warmth anyway okay i was naked and you clothed me and that's part of what we are doing we we ship containers of clothing new clothing we don't take used clothing and every container that we ship has the value of almost an average of $250,000. All in new clothing, 40 foot containers. And we are so grateful that we can help. Well, this is a picture in one of the tents. Some of the tents have carpets, some don't have anything. They are on the dirt. They put probably some little cover. And it's everything, it's the kitchen, it's the sleeping room, it's the living room, everything is in one tent. At night, they put mattresses that we provide for them. During the day, they pile them up so they have room to stay indoors. Uh, this is a kind of a of a center where children gather. They use this place for uh, Sunday school as well as for, to keep the children warm rather than being outside. And these are some of the clothing that we get them. Brand new, shoes, winter jackets, clothing, name it, all what they need. Blankets. Can you imagine these young ladies that have, they are covered? This is a Sunday school class. These children are growing up in a Christian way. When they bring them to the centers, when their parents bring them to the centers, the first thing, you know, the responsible people, this is a Christian school. This is a Christian education center. Your children will be exposed to Christianity. And you know what the parents answer? We don't want our children to grow up in Islam. We have seen what Islam is. Friends, I tell you the truth before Christ, that the Holy Spirit is revisiting that region as we are seeing hundreds, thousands of Muslims coming to know the Lord. And we are focusing on discipleship courses. So when they leave, they can take something with them to implement in their own countries. more pictures of people getting some support this guy is so happy he got the new shoes I wish we can serve all the children, but we are doing what we can. We cannot meet the needs of 2.5 million, but there are other people who are working. And mainly the churches are the ones who are reaching out to them. Met this lady, I was visiting with her in the tent, and she said, well, thank you very much for what you are doing. You are helping our children. You are providing for us. The Muslim charity did not give us a tissue to wipe our tears. That's what Christianity, friends. Christianity is love in action. And we need to be practical. We need to go out of our comfort zone to help people. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. And now this part is going to be about our feeding program for children. This is a school where children mostly are refugees, but they have to put a uniform, and we help in providing the uniform. And not only we provide the uniform, they get the education with the, with the center, as well as they get a hot meal every day. Okay, several pictures about, this is the distribution of food in the camps. In addition to serving the children in the school, we also have a van and we have an arrangement with the kitchen that they cook, full meal, for the people in the camp who cannot come to the center. And we go and we distribute the food for them. The moment we arrive there, you have two lines. One line for the young people, one line for the adults. Everyone is coming to pick up his food. (laughs) This is the only hot meal they have. Because in the tents, they only eat canned food. They And even they don't have the mean of a kitchen sometimes to cook. This is how the children are lined up and everybody is waiting to come and collect his piece of food. Well, this lady said, you are feeding us, I'd like to feed you. (laughs) That was a kind of a cheese, uh, uh, I don't know, something with cheese. And I... You know, in our culture, if anybody offers you something, you cannot say no. You'll take it, you'll eat it, and you will say thank you. That was delicious. <laughs> Children are always happy when they see somebody caring for them. And it doesn't matter if they are refugees or they're living in the tent. They are happy. Okay. Whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of, the, of a disciple, I will tell you the truth. He will never lose his reward. And God is a great rewarder. Yes. I have heard one Egyptian pastor once speak in our church. He said, God is no man's debtor. If you step one, if you go one step towards him, he will run ten towards you. So, you know, when we started our ministry, we we didn't have the means. And actually, my son was saying, you need resources to do it. I said, I have saved some money. I don't need it now. I can put them. I I can invest them. And this is how we started, out of nothing. But today, we have grown over the past seven years, nine years actually, since the war in Syria started. And the refugees started to come to Lebanon. We started our ministry. And we work with 14 national churches. We support them to reach out and help the people. Praise God. The king will answer them. Truly I say to you, as you did, As you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So actually, we say we are serving. We are serving the Lord. But in fact, whom are we serving? We are serving people. We are serving people who were created in the image of God. And that breath that God gave to Adam is in them. So do we love them? Yes. Do we care for them? Yes. Yes. Well, this is something different, which I wanted to show the church here. This is a prayer summit in Lebanon. Thousands of people came and they participated. And that's my heart desire, is to see our church here is packed. And not only this church, all churches, packed and people are praying. And you will see some pictures where we have something that we have never dreamed of to see Muslim covered people, women, in the midst of those people praising the Lord and praying. This is a miracle. And that's what keeps us moving. And the speaker was not Billy Graham. It wasn't one of the famous American preachers. It was an ordinary pastor. But when they call for prayer, people come. Because this country and those people have suffered. When we suffer, then we turn more to the Lord than when we have all the blessings. Look at this lady... Just on the left side of that man who has his hand up, it's a Muslim lady. She's taking pictures. She's enjoying the fellowship. And there will be other pictures like this. A senior lady really kneeling before the Lord and praying. This is a Muslim woman with her baby. You should see, I mean, I'm so grateful to see that They don't only come, but they bring all their kids with them, even if they are babies still. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) You know, that's a blessing to see. We have been praying, Lord, give us opportunities to go to Syria because Syria, you you can worship within the walls of your church, but you cannot go out and preach the good news. And all of a sudden, you have all the people at your door, so that's, that's God. That's the Lord we have been praying for. He answered our prayers. More of those ladies. In you, Lord, do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. And that's our prayer in our non-profit. Where are we heading? There are lots of opportunities, and we need to take the opportunities as God opens doors for us. Old Luca is the marketing manager. <laughs> so uh, these are bookmarks that, that are made by refugees, and the project we work with them they provide the, the threads and we market these for them. And all the proceeds will go back to the projects. So each will cost $5. And that would be a very reasonable gift to give. Uh, there are fish, fishes in different colors and crosses. So please help yourself. Also, one of the projects that we do for women empowerment is to help them generate some work, do some work and generate income for their families. You will see on the table some chocolates. These chocolates are made by these ladies and they sell them as an income to help them in their life. Also on the table there is a letter, an appeal to the recent event that has been happening. Please take a copy. And I would be grateful if you can pray with us. We need prayers. We need support. We need the Lord to be honored and glorified in what we are doing through our partners. And we are committed to serve the Lord wholeheartedly in all what he had given us. Thank you very much for listening to me. May God honor you and bless you.
0: Brother John, I want you to tell uh, everyone what... um, what you told me recently about the immediate need of of the centers, especially with the difficulty in getting the funds there, but uh, there's an immediate need that Witnesses Ministry is needing. And as he said, they're partnering with local churches. Those local churches don't take that money for their own services or anything like that. It's all for outreach. But by doing this, they're able to make sure that it gets directly to the people who need the need, and there's a major need right now. Well, we have crisis and economic and economic crisis in the
1: country of Lebanon at this time. Unfortunately, the Muslim fundamentalist party, Hezbollah, has taken over the country. And uh, they are pushing their way. Lebanon has been the only country in the Arab world, that had the freedom to have a a free podium for Christ. First of all, I'd like to see that we can continue to pray that Lebanon would remain a free country. Then the economy is affecting the whole country. Imagine if you have resources at the bank. The bank will be able to release to you only $100 in local currency every two weeks. So how can we operate? We had to find alternatives. We have talked to our partners, and some of them are opening bank accounts in Cyprus. The trip from Beirut to Cyprus by plane is only 20 minutes, and it's very cheap. They can go in the morning, get their money from the bank that we wire the money to, and they can come back. There is no restriction to how much money they can bring in, and no restriction on how much they can take out from Cyprus. So we had to be creative. We never thought that we would reach that point. And, and the major need is food. Food, food, food. Everywhere. You know. One, one, once you read that appeal letter, it will give you all the details about what's going on. Unemployment. 600 companies have closed because they cannot... They cannot afford their staff. In addition, more of the Lebanese are immigrating, unfortunately. As I have always said, a person of my generation, all we have seen in Lebanon is wars. All my life, all I I have seen is wars, one after the other. People are desperate, and they don't see a future for their children. And not everybody... It's called to stay and pay the cost. Mm-hmm. Food is one of the main, re- main needs that we need to support the people with. And food is available, so we, can, we don't have to ship it, because at this time it's very difficult to ship. So we can buy it locally, probably at higher prices, but we want to do it. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. Amen.